1: Requires. cling to the one amen open your bibles with me to james james chapter 3 and verse number one is where we will be today and i've entitled this taming the tongue taming the tongue james chapter 3 and verse number one the bible says my brethren be not many masters Knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Those who teach the Bible will receive a much heavier judgment, and especially if they fail to practice what they preach, what they teach. And let me just say, as any preacher will tell you, it's easy to stand up and preach. It's easy to stand up and say what's right. It's easy to stand up and say what the Bible says, but the hard part is living it out in your day-to-day life. And the Bible says that, that those that teach the Bible receive a much greater condemnation, a much heavier judgment. And you might say, well, I just teach little kids. I just teach preschoolers. I just teach toddlers. But let me just tell you, God takes that just as serious as any other type of Bible teacher or preacher. You know, there's no other book that makes such a claim as the New Testament does that that calls for total commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ, your total life, everything about you, and also everything that you own. You are supposed to be a steward of those things. The Bible commands that Jesus must be the Lord of every aspect of your life and that is why it's such a serious matter to teach the bible you think about that the bible tells a christian that he is a servant to the lord jesus christ and we are and you are going to stand up and preach and teach that bible i promise you god takes that very very serious whether you're teaching preschoolers high schoolers or senior saints The Bible says, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. So if you have been called in any way to preach or to teach, you make sure, you make sure that everything that you say, you can back up with scripture. People don't need your opinion. Your opinion won't change anyone. The Bible will. The Bible will cut to the joints in the marrow. It will get down to the heart of the matter, literally, and it has the power to change lives. Amen. It has the power to save and God takes it very, very serious. And so the Bible says, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. You make sure before you stand up and teach that Bible or preach that you and your heart is right between you and God, because you are about to stand up and say, thus saith the Lord, the Bible says, and God takes that serious, and so should me, and so should you, because we will be judged by that. According to that verse, you will receive a much greater condemnation than somebody that's not been called to preach, or somebody that's not been called to teach. And think about this, it's talking about the tongue. What does a preacher do? He uses his mouth to do God's work. So it's a serious matter. Look with me now in the next verse, James chapter 3, And verse number two, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. The Bible says, for in many things we offend all. All meaning all. Hey, we are all prone to stumble in many areas. And most of us all of us our biggest problem is our tongue listen to me your tongue can be a weapon of mass destruction destroying everything around it even the people that you love and the things that you love and it can go above that you can even destroy your own self with your tongue the tongue is such a powerful weapon, such a small member of the body, yet, yet it can do the most damage. If you remember those, that childhood saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is so untrue. That is so untrue. Those words can go on hurting for a lifetime. Long after the bones and the bruises have healed up, those words could be there like teeth digging into you, still gnawing at you, still hurting. And so that childhood saying is so not true. Words have the power to destroy. Words have the power to lift up. Words have the power to edify, but the words also have, can be able to tear down someone. Choose your words wisely. And I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, I have failed miserably in this area at times in my life. And I've had to follow my face and ask God for forgiveness for things that I've said and the way that I have used my tongue because I was wrong. And thank God we serve our God whose mercies are new every day. And if you've failed in this area, you can get on your face before Almighty God and ask forgiveness. And He'll give you new mercy. Amen? Give you a fresh start. The Bible says if you can control your speech, you should have no difficulty in practicing self-control in other areas. Listen to what it says. The same is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. But listen, the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who has ever truly and completely controlled his tongue. Because listen to that verse again, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. Is there anyone perfect under the sound of my voice? No, sir, no, ma'am. The only one perfect is the Lord Jesus Christ. The rest of us are going to struggle. And you know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse number 28 that even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed and a man of understanding. Hold your tongue. In other words, even a foolish person is counted wise when they hold their tongue. Make sure that you're doing everything that you can to control your tongue, because it's really not just about your tongue. It's really about you. It's what comes out of your heart and your mind and your body. That tongue is just saying the words that you are thinking in your heart. Listen to what Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 says, Old generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What's in your heart? comes out of your mouth sooner or later that's why you need to make sure that you and god are right because the truth is you can't control your tongue but with the power of the holy spirit you can you see the bible says that when you get saved the holy spirit moves in and he will help you control yourself he most certainly will that is one of the fruits of the spirit self-control That doesn't mean you're going to be perfect every day. That doesn't mean you're going to fail at times. But when you're walking in the spirit and you're right with God, you will have control over your tongue. Amen. And if you're not saved and you're trying it, you're just not going to be able to do it. You're just going to fail miserably. But the Bible says when you do get saved, amen, that you're a new creature in Christ. Look with me now in James chapter 3 and verse 3. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. A horse bit, you know, it's a small piece of metal that goes in the horse's mouth, it's got leather straps on each side of it, so that the rider can sit on the back and pull on one side to go to the right and pull on the other to go to the left and it turns his head. It's what's in his mouth. And such a small part of that horse, yet you can control the whole body with just that thing. And let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you can too. Whichever way whichever way your mouth's pointing, that's which way you're going to go. And you know, it's talking about a horse. The average horse is anywhere from 800 to some of the larger ones are 2,000 pounds. But yet that little tiny Bit, That little tiny piece of steel in that horse's mouth helps a person control it. and they can sit on that horse that has got so much power they could drag a car backwards, and that person can control it with just a little bit of force. You know your your tongue can direct your life, whether for good or evil. There's a lot of things out there about the power of positive thinking, the power of positive, words. And let me just tell you, your words do mean something. Your words can tear up and your words uh, can build up or your words can tear somebody down. That's how powerful they are. You can tear your own self up or you can edify and lift up your own self. Your words are so powerful that we can't even fully understand it. But let me just tell you, once a word comes out of your mouth, you can never reel it back in. It's out there. You can say you're sorry you can even mean you're sorry and you can show them you're sorry but you can never ever take that word back and like i said we all come up short and the bible is putting much emphasis much emphasis on the power of the tongue look with me now the next verse james chapter 3 and verse number 4 behold also the ships which though they be so great And are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. The governor is the captain, the captain of the ship. The helm is a a tiny rudder under the ship. And that's what steers the ship left or right. You know, the average size of a, a cruise ship is about a 1,000 feet long. You know how big that is? That is three football fields long. That is one big boat, let me tell you. Yet, the rudder itself is not very big. The largest cruise ship right now that I know of is the Symphony of the Seas. It's 1,180 foot long, 216 feet wide, and it holds 6,680 passengers. Yet, the rudder is a tiny little thing compared to the boat it's under the boat it's steering the boat whichever way whichever way the captain turns that wheel you know the bible is comparing that ship and that rudder to your body and your tongue whichever way you turn your tongue is which way you're going to go whichever way you choose to use it whether to go down the right path or the wrong path The Bible is comparing this mighty, mighty, powerful ship and this tiny little helm to your body. Such a small member of the body, yet it will control the rest of you. Your words have such power. Amen. Let's use our words to edify and to build up. And you can do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And you say, I fail, I fail, I fail. You're right. You will fail. But with the power of God on your life and when you're living in the spirit, amen, that's when you can control the tongue. Because like I said, the Bible says you're a new creature in Christ. The old you is supposed to be dead, but yet he's still there. He may be dead, but you're dragging him around. And let me just tell you, the more sin that you allow in your life, the less you will be able to control your tongue. Verse number five says, Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. The Bible says the tongue is a a little member, but yet it boasteth great things. And it talks about a little fire kindleth. Don't you know that one little tiny stick match can start a raging forest fire? You know, California is always on fire. Seems like they have all kinds of huge forest fires and they are massive and they destroy everything in its path. But yet that massive fire can be started with one tiny little match. Let me just say one word, little tiny word that you can say that you say can start such a catastrophe in your life. One of the greatest catastrophes of history was the Chicago Fire in 1871. That fire burned for three days and, and over one, three, one and a half or three and a half square miles, and it killed 250 people. It made 100,000 homeless, and it destroyed a whole lot of property. I believe somewhere around $175 million worth, but yet it was started by something small. Your words are so powerful. Next time you have a problem with someone, do what the Bible says. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 15, verse number one, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. But not only the words that you speak, but the tone that you use your words with. Listen to what the Bible says. A soft answer turneth away wrath. Because let me just tell you, you don't have to use bad language or foul language or curse words to be nasty. You can say just a regular sentence, but just use the tone of your voice and come across extremely nasty, if that's what you want to, just by the tone in your voice. The Bible says a soft answer turneth away wrath. But on the other hand, a grievous word, a nasty tone, a sour look, a mean word. It can stir up all kinds of anger and cause all kinds of trouble. So the next time you're having a problem with somebody, listen, and you know what you're going to have to do to do this? You will have to swallow your pride. Yes, you will. You will have to swallow your pride. And let me just tell you, the Pride has no place in a Christian's life. Oh, I understand all of us struggle with it at one level or another, but to do what the Bible says, you are going to have to swallow that pride and get it out of your life that you can turn away a soft answer. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, because you know what pride will do? Pride will want to fire back. Pride will want to tear them apart. Pride will want to stomp on them. Pride will want to destroy them. Pride will want to cut them in half with your word. That's what pride will do. But you know what? When you're living in the Spirit and you're right with God, you can have a soft answer. And don't let that person have control over you when they come at you and get you all fired up. No, you stay in control of yourself and do what the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath look with me now in verse number six and the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity so is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell of hell the tongue can defile the whole body a person corrupt his whole personality by using his tongue to slander, to abuse, to lie, to blaspheme, to swear. And what it says, a tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, a world of wickedness. Iniquity is wickedness. There's all kinds of wickedness in your tongue, the Bible says. And you know, let me just tell you, you can sling mud and dirt with your tongue to make others look bad. But the truth is, you you might injure them, you might hurt them, you might put some sting on them. But in the meantime, you are burying, burying yourself in slop-infested mud. You are causing yourself the much deeper and much greater injury. Oh, you might make them look bad, but you're tearing yourself apart on the inside by doing that. Don't cover yourself in slop-infested mud by bad-mouthing others. And I promise you, sooner or later, you've done it at once upon in your life. But thank God we serve a God of new mercies. And that's what this message is all about. To remind us to control our tongue. That we may control the, the avenue that our life is going down. And the Bible says a wicked tongue is set on fire by hell. Wow. That your tongue is set on fire by hell. In other words, your, your words, can you can speak hellish words. Hey, all evil speech has its source there. It's hellish in its very character because you remember what the devil's here to do in John chapter 10 and verse 10. He's here to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's going to use anything and anyone he can to accomplish his mission. Listen to me. That is his mission here on earth. The Bible says that he roams the earth as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Amen? He may use you to hurt somebody else. He may use somebody else to hurt you. But just as God uses people, just as God has people committed to him, Satan himself uses people also, and he can use someone to hurt you. And here's the thing. They don't even realize the devil's using them. They don't even realize Satan's the one behind pushing them, getting them to do things and say things. They don't realize it, and especially if they're lost. The Bible says that they are blind, that they're blind. And so, for us getting mad, us getting fired up about a lost person saying something about us as Christians, well, you might as well get mad at a blind man for stepping on your foot because he cannot see. They cannot see. The devil. Has them blinded. The God, the little God, the G, the little G of this world is Satan himself, has the blinders over their eyes, and he is using them to do their will. If nothing, you should give them mercy. You should be kind to them. You should feel sorry for them. You should pray for them that God would get a hold of their life, that God would open up their eyes with the gospel message of salvation. Amen. They may get saved, that they may open their eyes and come. Come into the kingdom of God. Amen. But let me just tell you, a Christian can do the same thing. A Christian can do anything that a lost person can do. And Satan might get a hold of them and beat them down and have them say things and tear people apart. And yeah, God will convict them of it. God will convict them of it. And God, I'm sure, has convicted you of it too. And thank God for the conviction because it's the conviction that makes you want to get right. It's the conviction that draws you back to God. Amen? That you might be right with God. So let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you thank God for that conviction in our lives. Look with me now in verse number 7. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. The fourth figure to which the tongue is likened is is a wild, untamable creature. But let me just tell you, man can tame all kinds of things. Lions, and tigers, and bears. You can go to Sea World, and they got killer whales. I remember when I was a kid, they'd get up and ride the killer whales. What a cool thing. They can train porpoises. The circus trains lions. Have you ever seen that crazy lion trainer stick his head in the lion's mouth? They can train those things. But yet the Bible says that man cannot tame his own tongue. You can't do it. It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen to verse number eight. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. I want you to think about that the next time you look in the mirror. The next time you get a little prideful. You think about what the Bible says. That tongue no man can tame. It's unruly. It's evil. It's full of deadly poison. Full of iniquity. Amen. Hey, let's make sure that we're walking in the Spirit. Make sure that you have control. Listen to verse 9. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the the similitude of God. In other words, you say, I love God. I I worship God. I love Jesus. But then we tear somebody else down with that same voice, with that same tongue. And my brother, that should not be so. Amen. If you're going to be right with God, be right with God. Listen to verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursings. My brother, these things ought not to be. So, make sure that you're using your tongue to edify and to lift up. And you know, like your mama said, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Let me just say that's good advice, even for us grown folks. Hey, let's get ourselves right before God. Tame your tongue.
0: We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352 352- Two four seven nine two zero zero. That's 352-247-9200 Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries Radio Broadcast Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7 Inverness, Florida 34451 That's P.O. Box 7 Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352 352- 897 That's 352-897-3507 This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.